0: get as messed up as it wants to get, get, but my faith and my trust is in Jesus Christ, and I'm thankful to be in a house tonight of like believers that know Jesus is Lord and God of all. Why don't you give him another hand clap of praise? Hallelujah. I'm going to go to Revelation thirteen four. if you want to turn there. I give honor to Brother Murphy, Sister Murphy. I love and respect these folks and just so thankful that our paths crossed years ago. Give honor to the ministry here tonight and what a great and wonderful staff that is here serving you guys. And I am looking forward to what God is going to do in these three services that we have and they worshiped the dragon which gave power unto the beast and they worshiped the beast saying who is like unto the beast who is able to make war with him our title tonight is spirit of the dragon would you pray with me lord we thank you god for everything you've done for what you're doing I ask you god to open our minds our thoughts Help us, God, to receive what it is that you have in this service. And I pray, God, that your will is done here with each and every one of us. God, give us a mind of Christ tonight. I pray for your anointing to be upon each and every one of us. Help us tonight, God, I pray in Jesus' name. Will somebody say in the name of Jesus? You can be seated. As the church age winds down to a close... The spirit of this age is doing everything possible to ready the world for the introduction of the Antichrist. Revelation 13 talks about the dragon, Satan personified. In this message we will discuss several characteristics of this spirit, its effect that it has on our world right now, its attempts against you and I. It's like a storm coming. The closer it gets, the more we see and feel the effects. It's important to recognize what is taking place in our world and why from a biblical standpoint. Hosea says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. I want to be knowledgeable of this hour. There are forces of evilness working to power up their king to power. We see The physical manifestation of satanic powers through different radical groups around our world. The timing of the spirit of Antichrist raging during our time is significant in prophecy. The church must recognize the soon return of Christ to retrieve his bride from the persecution of the beast. We realize signs of world powers readying a one world government and powering up a system to govern over the world. As a part of the Bride of Christ, understanding the timeline of the Antichrist powering up to rule is vital in realizing the day and the hour in which we are living in. It should give us an urgency in standing against the wiles of Satan in this evil day. God has given the church signs, signs so as not to be caught unaware. Luke 21 instructs us that it will come as a snare upon all that is living on the earth. It's warning us, don't get caught in the intensity of the snare. We're living in the reality of last days. The Bible is not just a book with a bunch of words filling pages, its instructions to live by for every age, if we will just pay attention. Daniel 9:27, the beast will confirm a covenant with many for one week. Nations, including Israel, will sign a treaty together with the Antichrist. He, he debuts as a world's leader, as a man of peace, and he's able to convince nations that he has answers to world crisis. Satan attempts to mimic God in everything. We must recognize we're under the new covenant that God established at Calvary through Jesus Christ, the ultimate sacrifice. When we are in covenant with him, when we line up with Christ, great, mighty, powerful things happen. All of hell is pitted against the church. We must recognize Satan is offering false covenants. Not only realize his attempt, but what a powerful covenant we are part of in Christ. We have to enforce Calvary's covenant in our lives, in our homes, and in our churches. The Antichrist is a culmination of all forerunners of Antichrist mentioned by Jesus in the Synoptic Gospels. Matthew 24, 5, Mark 13, 6, Luke 21, 8. Today we are feeling the effects of the spirit of Antichrist as it attempts to usher in its leader to power. Jesus said, many will come in my name saying they are the Christ. He warned, don't be deceived. Through the ages, wicked world leaders with Antichrist characteristics have risen and caused the murder of thousands of people under the deception of many different reasons. They have sought to establish a world kingdom. The Antichrist will quickly be introduced into a prevailing spirit of lawlessness, meaning an overpowering lawlessness. He will be the personification of lawlessness. The world is dealing with a spirit of lawlessness, lawlessness like never before in the history of humanity that is escalating. What we are experiencing today is a warm-up, a leading up to, or it can be said, a readying for the godlessness of tribulation living. The shootings, the bombings, the rioting, the terrorists, etc. It's just the beginning. Daily, it seems like every time you pull up the news, there is somebody accusing somebody else of sexual harassment. Other immoral accusations run rampant. Everything is trending toward a last seven-year period that is off-the-chain lawlessness. Right now, we deal with this spirit of lawlessness running rampant through our streets. Revelation 13:6 explains that he's a blasphemer. A day arrives that a powerful spirit of blasphemy rises, rages, raging defiance against all things holy. It is a dragon rising to power, empowered by forces of evilness that has won battles in the courtroom, won battles in schools, in society, as his spirit is emboldened and powered up to satanic physical manifestation. He has given a mouth speaking great things, Revelation thirteen five. 5. He's given a platform of power. He uses that platform to blaspheme the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Blasphemy has been given a voice. It has been given a stage. Abomination has been pushed blatantly against Christianity through many different mediums. One resource has been Hollywood as theaters have packed out videos unabashedly made of hideous scenes mocking all that is holy. We push on toward a day of limitless godlessness unchecked and unbridled. Nothing is sacred. He is not afraid to touch anything sacred. He sets himself up in the temple as God and demands a people to worship him As God. Today, the world is already experiencing an incredible unleashing of last day various kinds of blasphemy that is rising in power, rising in influence in special interest groups, atheists, entertainers, etc. We see the manifestation of this spirit throughout our societies. People unabashedly lash out at everything holy without fear of consequences, of repudiating the sacred things of God. Religions that used to hold a sacred line now erase the line that was drawn. They allow biblical name blasphemy in their pulpits, and they crown them as clergy. It's another step on the path toward full-blown atrocities of the tribulation. As we navigate this end-time hour, We wake up to different wild news moments, things that are just too hard to believe, but they can be topped. When we wake up the next day, something else, another shock and awe of yesterday's brutality has been exceeded by some new barbaric event. The state of craziness is just the first issues seeping out of the abyss. Is some semblance of normal creation, but it's twisted and perverted. It will finally manifest a perversion that escapes hell with limitless travesty. The deluge of wickedness of today should be screaming at people. There's things waiting to escape hell that you don't want anything to do with. The attitude should be, just run, run, run to the cross. Run to Calvary. Run to Jesus. But I'm convinced that so many people, that's the last thing that's in their mindset. They're doing everything but running to the cross. They're diving off into all kind of stuff and junk because they've turned their face away from Christ and they're looking for other things that will satisfy their soul. And I'm trying to tell somebody tonight there's not going to be anything on this earth, anything under heaven that will satisfy your soul, but Jesus, would you give him a hand clap of praise? <laughs> <laughs> Revelation thirteen eleven says, I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth and It had two horns like a lamb. He spake as a dragon. The dragon will be an imposter. He will attempt to be instead of God. He doesn't want to be just like him. He wants to be instead of him. He will declare himself as God and he will deceive the world through many mighty false miracles. He'll promote himself as the Messiah, the Savior, but he has the heart of a dragon. Satan in full embodiment. It'll be the greatest deception to ever sweep this earth. You live in an hour that these things that I'm talking about tonight, I'm attempting to describe its reality coming to pass. People wonder why everything is in such disarray. Why all the dysfunction? Why families are ripped and torn apart? All the chemical addictions, the murder, the molestations, pornography addictions. Why people are so messed up. It's just the beginning. It's things seeping out of the abyss. And it's coming and it's manifesting itself on this. I know you've seen the things that's come out of California with this family. All the horrors. And now we've got a new one on the scene. You can't have this kind of stuff without it being demonic driven and demonic made it's because a beast is rising a spirit doing everything in its power to create enough chaos that it can offer the solutions to a world gone mad with deceptive powers and lying wonders individuals are attempting to make it through this life without total commitment to Jesus Christ with every bit of protection from the cross applied to their lives scripture explains a day much like this hour, Israel under siege of a demonic Pharaoh that wouldn't let them go. Had them under bondage. There came a day that all of Israel had to have the blood of a pure lamb. A blood sacrifice upon, applied to their door. The same thing is taking place today. We have to have the blood of Christ. We have to have the purest of sacrifices. We have to have that blood applied to our lives. You can't make it through this life. You can't make it through this hour. You can't make it through this day without that blood applied to your life. Without that covenant, that commitment, we lose out in this battle against the spirit of this age. The Antichrist will be able to create a need for a world coalition of powers because of terrorism, environmental needs, financial crisis, war threats, a desire for peace will be paramount. As we look at our world today, we recognize that to the four corners of the earth, crisis in all aspects of government and life is, is a major concern. It is an escalation of trouble that has no end in sight. You may have heard of the speech by Paul Henry Spake, former Secretary General of NATO. He said, What we want is a man of sufficient stature to hold the alliances of all people to lift us out of the economic morass into which we are sinking. Send us such a man, and we will receive him, be he God or devil. He made that statement over 60 years ago. If that was the outlook of world leaders then, imagine what it is now. As the Antichrist seeks peace, then comes sudden destruction. Around the world today, leaders of nations speak and proclaim peace. Nations are fighting for peace. There are summits on peace. Everybody talks about peace. Leaders Proclaim they have brought peace. Have you noticed the more peace is proclaimed, the greater the lawlessness, the terrorist attacks and the godlessness? It's Bible. doesn't matter who says it, but Scripture says it will happen, and Scripture is fulfilling. Revelation 13:6 explains that the Antichrist knows of spiritual things, with a vast knowledge of God, man and the universe. He performs counterfeit miracles. He attempts to reproduce a Christ, Satan incarnate. He knows who God is. There are spiritual things he knows and some things he's just able to identify as spiritual. He's not omniscient. um, I'm not present. He's not omnipotent. But he's very crafty in his deception. He's had decades and centuries of manipulating humanity. Unlike present and past political world leaders, this world leader, the Antichrist, will not be not just be possessed, but he will have full understandings of the dark spiritual world. He is a very embodiment of Satan. Today around our world, the demonic world has gained greater footholds than at any other time. Warlocks and witches and demonic Possession are discussed openly in mainstream media as it being just another religion. Satanic church artifacts are erected in public places, protected by government. Satanic rituals are protected by law and given place in society. Schools, colleges, learning facilities are inundated with possession and those seeking the powers of evil forces and what it can do for them entertainers have made possession cool. Demonic possession has become a reality that escalates toward a world leader that will finally be able to take over the rule of the universe under possessive powers of Satan. Daniel eight twenty three says he will be a leader understanding the dark spirit world. He will operate immersed in demonic possession powers of dark evilness. Daniel 9 27, the beast, has control of lands, of people for one week, which is translated into seven years. This control begins with the signing of a covenant. Isaiah twenty eight fifteen titles it A Covenant of Death and Hell are in agreement. It is a false peace agreement that Israel believes will finally bring peace to their nation. World leaders have sought to be the one that brings peace to the Middle East. A treaty signed between Middle East nations and Israel. Finally, a man is able to bring the deal to the to the table. Very, very charismatic, an eloquent speaker. His timing will be perfect. He will deliver to the world what has never been delivered before: peace and safety that shortly turns to destruction. Right now. This demonic being lurks in the shadows, manipulating his rise to power. Yes, Satan fully understands scripture. He is very, he very well knows his demise. He has complete understanding of the limitations that he has now. But there are limitless atrocities he's about to spew out all over humanity. It's imperative that we do not fall under the influence of the spirit of this age, manipulated into a tribulation, living under Antichrist control. 1 Thessalonians 5, 9 is very clear. God did not appoint us to wrath. But it, it is God's will that we, we obtain salvation through Jesus Christ. If there is any question you aren't saved. If you haven't repented of your sins. If you've never spoken in other tongues as the Spirit gives utterance according to Acts 2. If you've never been baptized in Jesus' name. The only name given under heaven whereby we can be saved. I wouldn't waste any more time. You can have that experience. You can have the gift of the Holy Ghost speaking in other tongues that Christ gives. You can be baptized in Jesus' name before you leave this place tonight. If you need a refilling of His Spirit, a closer walk with Jesus, now is your time. I just wonder, is there anybody in the house that's had that experience? Do I have any witnesses here tonight? Jesus bled and died on a cross for your and my salvation. That is what His will is for our lives. There is no need to go another day, another hour, without receiving the gift that He gives. Speaking in other tongues is power that you need for this hour. It's time that you have that gift applied to your life. It's time somebody that hasn't spoken in other tongues has the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Why don't you give him a hand clap of prayer? Is there anybody that believes that with me tonight? Hallelujah. His word is very plain. God does not want any to perish. He does not want us to suffer the atrocities that I'm talking about here tonight. It's time to make our election sure. We have to live for Jesus. Here's the problem I've got with all of this, Brother Murphy. You see, that devil knows and understands his time is short. But we have a problem really believing that his time is short and that there's a rapture about to take place. We hear it, we talk about it, we preach about it, but do we really believe that he could come back at any moment that devil is on the war path like he's never been before because he understands I don't have a whole lot of time He's recruiting everything he can recruit. He's bringing to power everything he can bring to power. And we're shrinking back away from the power that Jesus won for us at Calvary. I'm here trying to tell somebody tonight, it's time to step up to the plate. It's time to embrace the cross like you've never embraced. It's time to say, yes, he is my God. He is my Savior. That is my Lord. That is my King. I am not ashamed of him. He will not be ashamed of me. Somebody give him a hand clap of praise. Come on now. Do you believe in the risen Christ? Why don't you praise him like you really believe him? Why don't you give him praise like you really believe? He is the Lord of all. Come on. Don't stop. That feels good. There's something taking place in the spirit right now. be seated but the dragon embodies the description of John ten ten, the thief stealing killing and destroying it is a being focused on demolishing creation totally dismantling what God has created humanity is in the middle it's in the way it's not just about governance dominance with this thing It's about controlling and destruction. At the beginning of his reign, and kingdom build up. Control is his focus. Today in our world, as his spirit manipulates humanity, we see its effects spill out on our streets as death and carnage is reported from around the world. I know I've said it a couple of times already. It's just a warm-up to what's getting ready to take place. It's about to get really real. The beast will control communications. It'll control the internet, smartphones, social media, etc. It is common knowledge that computers and flat screens have the capability to monitor you while you're watching them, surveillance cameras, cameras, Around the world, track individuals to real time locations. Face recognition software is used throughout the world today. It's not conspiracy theory anymore. These things are no longer speculation and what might could happen. Five or ten years ago, when talking about prophecy and its predictions, even giving biblical support, people were skeptical. Now these things are realities no longer mere possibilities. They are prophetic fulfillments. The beast will hold the world hostage using the latest technology, using the very latest spying capabilities such as advanced satellite imagery and linked surveillance databases. Control will be the key component in all that it does. He will impose his will upon the people Military forces will be at his command around the world. He will dictate how economic resources will be utilized. He will seek to dominate religious cultures. He will control all religions demanding the people to worship him. The beast will institute the most dominating, atrocious government this world has ever experienced, demanding complete adherence and allegiance. Cyber psychology is a study of the impact of emerging technology on human behavior. It's not just a case of being online or offline. Cyber refers to anything digital, anything tech, from Bluetooth to driverless cars. It's a study of human interaction with technology, digital media, mobile and network devices, gaming, virtual reality, artificial intelligence, intelligence amplification, anything from cell phones to cyborgs. Cybercologist Mary Aiken states that the role of technology of explosive acts of violence is escalating. Extreme impulsivity, unplanned, spontaneous acts are escalating with devastating consequences. Technology is shaping our universe. More alarming, our children is being shapen at an exponential rate. We feel the effects today as we rush toward tomorrow as a countdown to the tribulation continues at a massive fast rate. Many individuals wonder why the fascination with tattoos. Scripture addresses that fascination. The Old Testament addresses it. Leviticus addresses it. Revelation details it. The beast will seek to mark all mankind. Revelation 13, 16. It's no big deal. A tattoo. Today individuals get tattoos that are small, classy, cute, like the one you're seeing up here on the screen. It's become a popular trend. Some are radical with it. They print their bodies with tattoos, make it a story of their lives, others associated associate with who they are. Still others, it's a spiritual statement. Finally, it's a marking that is demanded to the lowest degree. A mark that is described in the original is a marking like a marking an animal. It is done with contempt against humanity. Within the command of the mark is the the demand for worship and allegiance paid to the beast through the marking. A demonic seal of fate awaits those taking the mark. All that take the mark will suffer great wrath as they sit in darkness. Scripture says, "Scrapes, they scrape their boils. So much pain, they're in so much pain from the wrath that is being poured out on them for, from succumbing to the worship of the beast in such a way that he is allowed to mark them. What technology will the mark use? Is still anybody's guess. A better question is which technology will be used. A chip in a credit card, identity cards have become common. A chip in humans is becoming more and more common. We have visible and invisible tattoos with RFID technology intertwined, retina, eye reading technology in operation, on and on. There's a plethora of sources that could be used, unlike 20 years ago when it was speculated. Everybody called the speculation conspiracy theory. But now, you pull up the news, and they're talking about chipping. They're talking about one world currency. Pew. Pew. Right over our heads. Doesn't even stick. And we continue living life as if nothing is happening. Are you scared? Are you crazy? My Bible says when you see this come to pass, look up. Your redemption draweth not. If you're scared, you need to find your prayer closet, you need to pray through. See, you saw the reaction of that right there? Got four fingers pointing back at me. Okay? We really don't believe the rapture is going to take place. We really don't believe it. We really don't believe that it could happen before we wake up in the morning. We honestly don't believe that it could take place before we walked out of here tonight. We're not living that way. (laughs) Sister Murphy, I preached a message several years ago in a place north, south, east, west of here. I had a pastor's daughter come up to me, Brother Bunch, after the message, weeping, boo-hooing. And she said very forcefully, I have something to tell you. And I'm saying, oh, my Lord, this is a pastor's wife, and I messed up. She grabbed me, and she was tugging on me. And she said, for the first, she was 18 years old, for the first time I go home, Tonight, wanting to go to heaven, not scared to go to hell. It wasn't anything that I had said, I was just a messenger. It was a word of God. But somewhere, somehow, we've got to pick that tenacity back up. We've got to walk into these services, we've got to go after the harvest with everything we've got. We've got to worship and praise him with everything we've got. We've got to have faith escalating beyond beyond the walls. But we've got to be so excited about a rapture taking place and that it can happen right now before I ever leave this place. We've got to go back to our first love. Make up our mind. I will be saved and I cannot wait. To see Jesus face to face. I wish somebody would stand to their feet. I wish you would begin falling back in love with Jesus. I wish you would worship him with everything you've got for just a minute or two. Come on now. Do you really want to see him? Do you really want to see him? How bad do you want to see him? You can be seated. I'm almost done. Robots are advancing rapidly, becoming usable in many different ways around the world. Robots, you see this robot up here? She's been interviewed now on several stations. This was her first interview. She answered the questions intelligently. She wasn't programmed. Now, she thinks on her own. Her name is Sophia. Revelation thirteen fourteen, and 15 talks about an image that the people make. Robots are being made to form every kind of function imaginable a guy has formed the first artificial intelligence church it's called way of the future documents filed with the irs as a nonprofit organization states the church will focus on the realization acceptance and worship of a godhead based on artificial intelligence he said what is being created is a god named ai for artificial intelligence, he uses all the religious words to describe it, spreading the word as a gospel, a change that will transform people's existence, etc. Revelation 13 says, The people make an image, and the beast gives it life, gives it spirit. Could it be? Oh, you think I'm out there? Go home tonight, get on YouTube, start Googling robots. Watch some of them. Cyborgs are reality, part human, part machine. You know the million dollar man the bionic woman. Hollywood seems to be able to see into the future to cast these shows. wonder how that takes place. <laughs> they look- like I'm crazy. Okay, I got a question for you. How long ago was it that the bionic, the million dollar man and the bionic woman aired? Seventies? Did we have a bionic man back then? And I'm using the the little, the, the, the safe stuff to explain this right here. But they sure did portray it pretty good, didn't they? Go look up cyborgs. How many years have they talked about robots doing work for us? Do you know that they shut down, they just shut down, I I forget how many, it was a group of robots because they started talking to each other and forming their own language? Don't look at me like I'm out there. You can just go do a little research. Isn't it interesting? All of this is taking place at this time in history, lining up with Scripture, fulfilling just like Scripture predicts it will. Revelation 16, 13 describes unclean spirits going out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, out of the mouth of the false prophet goes out into the world and it draws nations to Armageddon for the showdown of all wars. But today, the spirit of the dragon, the spirit of Antichrist is at work manipulating individuals to world philosophy mindsets. In this message, we have attempted to reveal what is at work. Why is it at at work? What effects it has, the attack against humanity in this hour? And I'm here to tell somebody, you've got to stand up. You've got to stand against the spirit of this age. You've got to do it for yourself. You've got to do it for your home. You've got to do it for your kids. You've got to do it for your church. Can I get an amen and a witness from somebody? Nation against nation, kingdom against kingdom. Zechariah describes chemical and nuclear warfare. And we've got nation's leaders hovering over their buttons. During the tribulation, for seven years, the earth burns, cracks, opens, seas and waters are so polluted nothing lives in them. The earth is scorched, is a scorched environment. The earth groans. Scripture says islands disappear. The landscape of earth dramatically changes. It's, a, it's as if a nuclear bomb has detonated and it's worldwide. Nuclear and chemical war explodes as Satan's finale of earth comes to a close. It's loosely described as the final seven years of earth as we know it today. But what about today? What are the comparisons of our day and that is to come? Today, what's taking place? Fires, earthquakes, hurricanes, flooding, war and rumor of war, shootings, killings. We can continue listing. Data will show catastrophes have set records over and over and over again in the last several years. Of course, you guys don't know anything about this living here in Baton Rouge. Y'all are high and dry. It's an escalation toward the day when earth hemorrhages out of control with catastrophes as Satan has given Complete control over the elements. One has to wonder just what is the possibilities of what Satan would really do if the second coming of Jesus Christ didn't happen. Think about it. As bad as scripture describes what Satan does with limitless power in the tribulation, he even has the seasons at his control. He's a sadist, torturing his victims, merciless. What would he do without Christ showing up, ending his travesty? If we won't allow God to rule and reign in our lives, and we give Satan authority to rule our lives, if we aren't careful, we can become scorched ground. I'm closing. I told you a minute ago. this stuff that I preached and taught tonight does not scare me, even for fact, it just adds anticipation. I'm living my life looking, wondering when is it going to happen. When is the rapture taking place? I want all my loved ones to go with me. I want everybody that I can reach. Everybody that I can pull out of the gates of hell. Lord, send me to hungry, lost people. But my goodness, I'm so sick and tired of all of this. And if you're not sick and tired of it, you better get a grip. Because in just... Five seconds, things can change so drastically. You know, we, we have a flood and everything's upside down, just using it for an example. But just a little bit past it, boy, we're all in we're all in the in the in the wonderful day of living again. I I I I actually believe the earthquakes and all the different things that's taking place is God saying. You really love this place? And I've got this beautiful, wonderful place prepared. When are you going to say enough is enough? My bride, my people, when are you going to let loose of the world? And when are you going to wrap your arms and your hands around me? And when are you going to live for me like I desire you to live for me? When are you going to come to me and I will give you rest? If we live for Jesus as hard and strong as we tried to work a job. That's a whole nother can of worms I just opened there. But if we lived for Jesus, as hard as we tried to live this life, there's scripture that says, if you'll seek first the kingdom of God, all of these other things will be added unto you. I believe that with all my heart. I've lived it. I am living it. Can we stand? I just wonder tonight if there's anybody that just wants to recommit, that just just wants to walk to this front, throw their arms around the cross, say, Jesus, I want more of you. I wonder if there's anybody tonight just want to say, Lord, I want more of you. I want more of you, Jesus. I want more of you. Is there anybody in the house? Anybody? Saint, sinner, doesn't matter who we are. But I just want more of you, Jesus. Is there anybody here tonight you've never spoken in other tongues? And you want that. You want the presence of the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of you. Is there anybody here tonight that will throw away every inhibition, every thing that creates interference and say, Jesus, I just want more of you. I just want more of you, Lord. Can that be our prayer as we're we're ending here tonight? Jesus, I want more of you, Lord. I want more of you, God. Is anybody running to him tonight? Is there anybody running to him tonight? I want you to grab the person's hand beside you. I want you to begin praying for that individual. You may not know what they're facing tonight, what they need. But I want you to begin praying for that individual. Would you do that right now, Lord? In the name of Jesus, you know each and every individual in this house. You know every person in this place. God, you know their needs. You know their situations. You know where they're at with you. You know their relationship. God, I'm praying right now. That you will loosen people, God, in Jesus' name, by the power and authority of the Word of God, in Jesus' name. I pray, Lord, that this Word, your Word, will find root tonight. I pray it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 That's it. Go ahead. Pray for your brother pray for your sister that's it hallelujah hallelujah
1: Hallelujah. Come on, Grace Church. All over the house tonight. Let's praise him. Everybody let's praise him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody let the Lord have his way. Somebody let the Lord have his way. Hallelujah. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. That's right, folks. Somebody let him have his way. Somebody let the Lord have his way right now. This is your God moment. This is your God moment. Somebody let him have his way. Hallelujah. All over the house tonight, somebody let him have his way. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Come on, Grace Church. I want to challenge somebody to let the Lord have His way right now. Somebody do what you feel like doing in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let Him have His way. Let Him have His way in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.